everybody and good morning and welcome to the Unlock Show. I'm Tracy Wilson and I'm going to be your host for the next 30 minutes. In today's show, we are going to cover imposter syndrome. So if you are somebody who has been suffering from imposter syndrome, like one of the ladies that I was speaking to a little bit earlier in the week, then you want to hang around because what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover off 10 things that you can do to help yourself overcome imposter syndrome. So if you are first time here uh, watching the show, welcome. It's always a pleasure to be here. And if you are watching right now inside of the Success Secrets for Business, Family and Life, also awesome to have you as part of our community. We absolutely appreciate you guys and uh, we love having you inside of our Facebook group. So like as per normal, this is the way the show rolls. These are live. So what I want you to do is you can actually chat with me in the chat box. So if you're watching right now on Facebook, then it's really, really simple. All you've got to do is just type in the chat section and uh, that messages will come through to me and I will make sure that I acknowledge you and that I answer any questions that you might have. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you so much for downloading the podcast. So these shows are streamed live, but also available via podcast. So for those busy people that aren't able to watch live or you know don't have access to um, visuals or prefer to listen rather than watching, then we have a solution for you too. And you can go and download the podcast on Apple and uh, also in the Android, uh, both of those stores. Or go to our website, so metadimedigitalco.com, and you can see all of the shows here, not just mine, but a whole bunch of other people's shows too. And you can make sure that you keep up to date with what it is that you need to do to thrive in both business, family, and in your life. So let's get this show on the road, shall we? So let's firstly cover off this. Let's cover off what is imposter syndrome. So like I think I alluded to just a few minutes ago, this um, this topic today was actually stimulated by somebody that I had uh, been speaking to a little bit earlier in the week. And uh, I happened to be chatting with her and she opened up and she said, you know what, sometimes I just, I know what I'm suffering from. I'm suffering from imposter syndrome. And uh, her and I had a really good conversation about how she could kind of overcome that and uh, get herself, you know, out of the space of feeling like an imposter. And I thought if She's feeling that way, and I and I could sort of hear a lot of even the things that I've thought in the past in what she was saying. I knew that if she was there, if she was uh, talking to me about this, then it is probably a topic that a lot of people suffer from. So why not do a show on it? Why not talk about the ten things that I have um, that I've certainly worked on that I think are really helpful in terms of you know helping somebody overcome that feeling of feeling like a fraud or an imposter. So let's get stuck into them. Uh, today we're gonna, I'm gonna try and navigate my way through uh, some of these visuals. So let's just see if we can. I know someone's saying, I hate women's, I hate hearing women say that. You know, and it's not just, um, unfortunately, it isn't just a woman thing. You know, I hear it from men too, them feeling like, you know, I'm not good enough. Um, should I actually speak out? But given that we've written a book, particularly for women about the she myth, the imposter syndrome is absolutely one of those. It's one of those she myths that we, you know, we really need to bust down and help women to unleash or, you know, people unleash the greatness within you uh, so that you can actually share that with the world. So give me two seconds while I just jump over here. Well, the very first thing that we need to do is like understand what imposter syndrome is. So here's the actual definition of imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome, which is also known as imposter phenomenon 
or imposterism, fraud syndrome, or the imposter experience. So you might have heard of it sort of referred to in a number of different ways. It's actually a psychological pattern in which one doubts their, their own accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed or being seen as a fraud. So, you know, you're getting out there, you're doing your thing, but you're fearful that somebody else is going to, going to like uncover you and, and expose you as a fraud. And despite the fact that there may be some external evidence to the contrary of that, it might be that you're actually really, really good at what you do, that internally you keep telling yourself that, you know, you're not good enough, that who are you to talk about these things, etc. Etc. And that then becomes, you know, known as you taking on that label of, oh, I've got imposter syndrome. And you and you then move through life feeling like you don't actually deserve things. You feel as though, you know, the fact that you've been successful is simply because you've had good luck instead of, you know, it actually being because you're damn good at what you do. So let's run through um, the 10 things. And the first thing is this. This is the first thing that I want you to understand. If you want to stop feeling like you're an imposter, you actually have to stop thinking like one. And in um, some of my other shows, I've talked about, you know, how we how we take control of our mind, how we start, th- how do we start thinking differently? Because everything that we have in our life actually starts with the thoughts that we have in our in our head, and the feelings that we have are as a result of the thoughts that you have. So if you can really, you know harness those, take control of them and understand what's going on in your head and start really controlling the narrative that you're having internally, then that will really help you to start overcoming this. And like I said, if you want to stop feeling like you're an imposter, you actually have to, first thing is you have to stop thinking like one. Now, the other thing that I want to say today is that, you know, I'm going to give you 10 things that you can, you can do um, and that you you know, you can go through all of these 10 things. This is going to take a little bit of time and don't think that you're going to get off of the show and poof, all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, cured that I'm no longer feel like an imposter. So you are actually going to have to do something with the information that I share with you today. Otherwise, your time here is going to be, you know, wasted and we don't want that to happen. Okay, so let's cover off. Step number one. Step number one is this. You have to speak out. And I was so proud of the uh, the lady that I was speaking to the other day because step number one was her actually acknowledging. So speaking out um, and letting somebody else know that, hey, she's having these feelings. Sometimes, um, you know, the fact that we feel shame or we feel embarrassed, those are the reasons that actually keep a lot of people from speaking up. Um, we're ashamed or we're embarrassed to admit that we feel like we're an imposter. So actually speaking out, you know, maybe confiding in a friend or confiding in, in a mentor will really help you to, um, one, acknowledge the fact that you're feeling this way. And then secondly, recognize that you can actually do something about it. So knowing that these are actually feelings, um, knowing that you've actually got these feelings and acknowledging them is like that first step to enabling yourself to be free of those. The next thing you want to do is you want to understand that you need to distinguish your feelings from facts. So, of course, there's going to be some times where you feel, you know, silly or you feel, you know, you're feeling like, oh, my God, I'm stupid. Um, we all feel like that. That's, you know, newsflash. That happens um, and it happens with everybody from time to time. But the thing to remember is that although you might feel silly, 
it doesn't actually mean that you are remembering that it's just it's a feeling you can let that go by changing the thoughts that you have and it is just a you know it's just that moment in time you're you are not your thoughts and I've talked about this before they are just a thought you have control over that thought you can change it at any moment just because you're having that thought doesn't mean that you are so just really being um, clear and being able to distinguish what your feelings are from the actual facts Number three is you want to understand that there are actually times where you might feel like an imposter. Um, and there are some really, you know, um, you know, relevant times that you would feel this way. And some of the examples of that might be that when you're, you know, the first person to start doing something, you might be the minority in a particular, um, you know, job or a particular industry. You might be the first time for you doing something. Perhaps you've got a brand new, you know, you've just got yourself a new job and you're, you're self doubting, um, your abilities because you go, man, I, I talk myself up in this, in, in the interview. And most likely when you're doing that, it is all true. You're saying all the right things because it's coming from experience. But then when you get there, they've hired you, you've got the job and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm hoping that they're not going to, I'm not going to be exposed here and they're not going to see that I'm actually an imposter or a, or a fraud. So just remember that there are times where you might feel like that and it is okay. But it's then, then one of the things that I'm going to talk through is how you actually, you know, kind of like change that around how do you um, how do you stop feeling that way and and that enable yourself to move forward the next one is focusing on the positives and uh, you know really being being clear that you know there are some a lot of positives that you that you would do often perfectionism so often those of us that um, you know strive for perfection all the time we want to get better we want to be better um, we want to do things just perfectly that sometimes can you know also contribute to the fact that we feel like an imposter because you start doing something and it's like oh that's just not perfect I need to go back and I need to do it again so just remember that you know your drive that drive for perfectionism um, is a healthy drive to to really excel that can really help you be you know be better and um, you know strive for more in your life so just be be aware that that is a that can be a really positive thing. So focus on it from that perspective. You know, do a great job when it really matters, without really stressing over you know routine things. So if you if you're constantly stressed over you know the minutia of everything, then you know that often can also contribute, and you just start to add layers and layers of of stress to your life because you're focused on you know the little wee detail of the things that you're not doing right. So just make sure that you know. You remain you remain uh, positive in all aspects, and also forgive yourself when inevitably we're human. We make mistakes. So, and if you're human like me too, you are going to make mistakes too, and it is okay. That is absolutely natural. It's just a matter of if we make the mistake, what am I going to do about it, and how do I take that um, take that as a learning? So here's something that um, this is something I wanted to put up here too, which is like 
oopsies, there we go, accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. So I remember this song as a kid, and I think it might have even been, I know it's a Bing Crosby song. Gosh, I'm showing my age, and I shouldn't even know who he is because he's, um, you know, that goes back quite some time. But, you know, accentuate the positives and eliminate the negative. That's, um, and it was, I think, I believe it was also in Dr. Seuss, if I remember correctly, as a kid. So just remembering that you want to really focus on your positives and try and eliminate the negatives, you know, not worry too much about those, but really be focused on the positives that you do, the positive things that, um, you know, that you're capable of doing and just continue to move forward with that in mind. The next is learning to accept compliments. Whoa, this is, um, this is a big thing and it took me a long time. If I I think back, it took me a long time to, uh, to to realize that I was not very good at accepting compliments. You know, I would say things like, you know, oh, you know, that, that was nothing. You know, when someone would give me a compliment, even about the way that I looked, I would just dismiss it and move on because I felt really uncomfortable about accepting compliments. So it took me a long time to um, to realize that that was the case. And what you do when you you are not very good at um, or you deny these compliments is you actually don't make the other person feel very good either. You know, realizing that that person has reached out, they're giving you a compliment. It is a great, you know, to say thank you gracefully um, is a really good thing to do. So you want to begin to, you know, right now to begin and, and observe your reactions to praise. Notice if you are replying with things like, oh, what? Oh, that was nothing, you know, or, oh, well, you know, that's nothing compared to what you did or, you know, just really making what it was that you did and the compliment that you got, you know, making it small or diminishing that. And I'll oh, stop it. You know, it was all luck. I had, um, you know, I had a hand and a hand to, to make sure that I was able to do all of these things. So, you know, just make sure that you're, um, you're accepting those compliments, being graceful about it. But, you know, nothing goes astray like just saying, Hey, thanks very much. I appreciated that compliment. The next on the list is this. It is developing a new response. So, you know, when, um, when you when you come out with these responses, it's then thinking about, well, what could I say instead? And I just gave you a couple of little examples, like, well, just simply saying thank you or thanks very much for that compliment. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate that you recognize that, et cetera, et cetera. So just thinking about, you know, what is it that I could say in response? And also on the flip side of that, when you're having these imposter type thoughts in your head how can you what is the new response that you can you can have for yourself so Henry Ford actually said um, said this once he said failure is an uh, is only an opportunity to begin again but when you begin again you're going to do it more intelligently so just instead of beating yourself up constantly beating yourself up for being actually human and you know stuffing something up because we all do it from time to time like I said do what professionals do do what professional athletes do and they actually learn from their mistakes they take value in their mistakes and they allow themselves to move on Every mistake that you make is an opportunity for you to do it better next time and also for you to be able to share what it was that you did 
with somebody else so that you can actually help them prevent them, you know, can help them from making the same mistakes. So these things are, are, you know, when you look at them from a positive perspective, they can be really, really good in terms of you being able to help other people. And if you look at it from that perspective, that will enable you to take that on board and obviously move forward and develop that new response. The next is this, create a new set of rules. The funny thing is that most of us, you know, originally would have probably working from what I call or operating under misguided rules. The sorts of rules are things like this. I should always have the answer. So if you're someone who's, you know, sitting back, man, I should, I should have the answer to that. I should know what the answer to this is or that, you know, I don't want to ask for help. I don't, I don't want to bother people, you know, asking for help is for weak people. All of those sorts of thoughts that we have, you know, can obviously contribute to the fact that we feel like imposters. So what you want to do is you need to change and you want to write yourself a new set of rules. You want to recognize that it's actually okay to ask questions and you might have the right answers and the you know other people that you are looking at might actually have the wrong answers and it's okay to ask for assistance. Many, many, many a time have I seen people struggle along trying to figure out the answers to things because they've been too proud to actually ask the question of somebody else. There is nothing wrong with putting your hand up and saying, hey, how do you do blah, blah, blah. And nine times out of 10, there will be somebody out there that will be absolutely happy to lend a hand and help you with whatever it is that you are struggling with. Right now, guys, I'm just going to jump over and have a look at, well, I've got a bunch of comments that are coming in. So I just want to make sure that I'm acknowledging those and I'm seeing what's what's actually uh, what people are saying. So um, hi to who have I got here? Donnie, Gyan, Vicky, Robin, and a bunch of people that I can't see the names of because they haven't allowed me to see in uh, see in Facebook. So, you know, let's let's see what Robin's got to say. She said, "I would think that it is cultural, especially as people advance beyond their family, friends, learning, and something new in their field. They are put into a leadership spot, and when you don't know everything about what your team's doing, yeah. So often that can be the case." Um, you're right, Robin. So sometimes from a cultural perspective, that can be something that holds you back. I mean, particularly in my culture, you know, where, where we have, you know, tall poppy syndrome, you're, um, you know, you, you are, uh, almost shunned for stepping up and standing out. And I mean, that, that is changing now over, you know, over many decades. But, um, you know, it's something that, that people often from a cultural perspective, there are certain cultures where it is not a good idea for you to, you know, to, to stand up and, and stand out and even to do things like looking people in the eye. So sometimes those old rules that we have um, actually prevent us from doing what we need to do in the now. So we need to be really aware of those. The next is we need to develop this new, develop yourself a new mental script. So the script that you have, like it's the one that you've got now, particularly if you're thinking, you know, you're feeling like you've got these um, imposter thoughts coming into your head, is because you've got, you know, a mental script playing over and over and over and over again. And that's actually what happens in our brain. We, we create these mental scripts. We create our own recordings and video, you know, videotapes and audio tapes in our own minds that play over and over and over again. The only way that you can, if you want to stop listening to a particular type of music, well, what do you do? You take that out of the 
gosh, I'm going to show my age again here. You know, you take that out of the tape deck and you put a new tape in. You change the channel. You listen to something different. And when you do that, it means that you need, you know, from a, a, an internal point of view, you need to start writing your own songs, writing your own script and mentally start you know, playing those over and over and over again, telling yourself that you are, you know, you're good enough and that you do have the right to be able to speak out and talk about the things that you want to talk about. So develop that script and make sure that you catch yourself. You you go back to step number one, which is like identifying and acknowledging when you're having these thoughts and then, then push the play button and start playing your new script over and over and over again to yourself. I got another message the other day from somebody saying, you know, my daughter is um, starting her new, starting a new business and uh, they were really proud of her. And he was saying, you know, I'm so proud that she's doing this for many years. I've wanted to do something like that myself. And I've always known, you know, I kind of know what I don't want to do, but I don't really know what I do want to do. And that's probably, you know, part of that will be the mental script that this person is playing over and over and over again in their head. They want to start their own thing, but they're just not sure how to do it. And often that is because we feel like we're not good enough to actually do it. We're suffering from this imposter syndrome. I don't have enough skills. I don't have enough knowledge to be able to go out and do what uh, do what you need to do. But when you start to change that that uh, that script that's going on in your head, you're changing the story that you're telling yourself, then all of a sudden, the new chapters that you start to unfold for yourself in the future are very, very different to the chapters that you have written for yourself in the past. You are the person who is in control, starts with your thoughts, and it starts with this, developing that new mental script. Once you've got that mental script, the next thing you want to do is you actually want to start visualizing your success. So, you know, playing that over and over and over again in your head. And I know that, um, you know, Olympians use this method. So if you look at anybody who was extremely successful, particularly in the sporting uh, the sporting arena, they visualize their success over and over and over again. They had, There was a study some time ago done where they had um, some people playing basketball and they were doing like the three-point shot. And these guys were, um, you know, were, were actually physically doing it. So they were on the court, they were at the, at the um, three-point shot mark and they were bouncing the ball and then, you know, um, shooting it into the hoop. Then they had another test group where they started to get them to visualize them standing, you know, standing on the um, on the line at the three point shot marker. They visualized them, you know, holding the ball and, you know, putting it into the hoop, visualizing it going through the hoop every single time. When they then got that group of people onto the court, they outperformed those that did not do visualization exercises. So coupled with, you know, that that. Um, the tapes that you're playing in your head, along with visualizing your success, so playing it over and over and over again in your head, visualizing what things are going to look like in the future, visualizing you being really successful, you owning that space, knowing exactly what it is that you are going to be talking about, how you're going to be doing it, will have a massive impact on your end result. So, you know, you can just get yourself up in the morning and just sit, you know, sit in a chair like the one I've got behind me and just visualize yourself doing certain things. For those of you that have watched the movie The Secret, um, this is one of the secrets that they talk about in the movie. So it's that coupled with, you know, all the other things that I'm talking about today that will actually help you to kick imposter syndrome 
out of the road and enabled you to actually unleash the genius that's inside of you and enabled you to move forward with confidence. And number 10 is this. This is something that is um, that I think is super important. It's like write down a success log. So this is another way that you can start distinguishing those feelings from facts. So if you start each day and you have your diary, which I've got here, and you start writing down, you know, what went well today? What did I do really well? Even if it's just a simple notepad somewhere or a or in your phone, you're taking notes of the things that have gone really well, start yourself a success log. So write it down, date it, note what was involved, who was involved, what was it that you did, did you do something a little bit differently, and and actually comment with the one reason why you deserved to have that win. Again, this is going to be a habit that you get yourself into that is slowly but surely going to get you to a point where you can, like the song says, you can accentuate the positives and really eliminate the negatives by doing these things over and over and over again. And you'll start to recognize your achievements and you're going to let go of the idea that your success was just an accident or a miracle because, you know, generally speaking, it's not. It is a result of you doing things as a habit habitually over and over and over again. It's the part of you being that particular person doing the things that they do, and then you'll actually have the results that you desire. So these 10 things that I've talked through today are the 10 things that are really going to help you to, like like I said, kick that imposter syndrome in the backside and really start making some real progress with how you feel inside. Because when you feel the right way inside, Naturally, that is going to show on the outside and naturally the results will come. So I hope that this session today is really going to give you a starting point to stop and think about whether or not you do, you know, suffer from this imposter syndrome and those moments where you get that imposter syndrome coming into your head, you know that, hey, there was a, you know, there was a session that Tracy Wilson did that over, that gave me 10 things that I could do to help me overcome imposter syndrome. I want you to walk away from today really with a, something in your toolbox that can help you uh, move forward in your life confidently and unlock the inner genius that's within. Know that you are not alone with this. You are not the only person that has ever felt imposter syndrome. It is absolutely normal, but there is a way to get around it. Stop being a turtle. Stop being a turtle that comes out every so often and then he puts his head back into his little shell because he's scared and frightened of, you know, continually speaking out. You need to make sure that you are somebody who holds your head up high. You're the turtle that keeps his head out all the time and that you continue to move forward and you share the genius that you have with other people because they are waiting to hear from you. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to leave it at that for today. Remember, accentuate the positives and eliminate the negatives and you will be in, you know, you'll hold yourself in good stead uh, for the rest of your life. Thanks very much for joining me today. Any questions as per normal, head on over to the Success Secrets for Business, Family and Life group on Facebook and I'll make sure that I jump back in there and I answer any questions that you have. And if you want to download the podcast, go and do that. We would love to, uh, you know, I would love for you to download it. And if you found that today was useful for you, it is probably going to be useful for your friends and family members, no doubt. So please make sure that you share it with them, share the love and make sure that they get an opportunity to kick 
imposter syndrome in the butt too. I'll see you guys back next week. Have an amazing weekend and continue to live your life unlocked because as you know, there is just no other way. Talk to you soon. Bye.